five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> YouTubers and friends, how you doing out there today, tonight, tomorrow morning for those down under? Thank you all very much for joining us. Right off the bat, Colter Young, thank you for the super chat. It's greatly appreciated. Tonight, we have Jason from Diamond Miners Ivans. He's a tre well-rounded treasure hunter from Fossils, crystals, diamonds, gold. But we'll get into that more with Diamond Miner Ivan right after this. Hey, YouTubers and friends, thanks for joining us for another episode of Tuesday Night Hangout Live with Toledo Jess, Dano, the Treasure Vixens, and I. Oh, you changed the intro. Yeah, I've seen it. Intro. Well, I always, I always have the zoom in front of it, so I never really see it. Now we're all here, <laughs> and we're all here. How are you doing tonight, <laughs> Jesse, Dano, Rose? Doing great. Doing good. Doing great. And I, uh, Jason, I am glad you got your download thing taken care of in yep. time. Yeah, got it. Got it. Not a problem. Um, let's say hi to our Flash fam. Absolutely. Uh, let's see, I see. Hey, Luke, Luke, Duke. Well, Coulter oh, Young, Coulter. number one with the super oh, chat yeah. also. Coulter, Have a much. good show. Thank you. All right. World's well, greatest moderator. The one and only. Mr. Lodak. in for a minute. Who? Nag. Not a great gamer. Oh, hey, Nag. Nag. What's up? Roses are red. I love Lodak. Aww. Oh, oh. 
David Viva, what's up? Adam. Uh, Adam, what's up, Adam? Oh, there's Nikki. Hey, what's up, Nikki? Hey, there gems and golden coins and gems in prospecting Tasmania. Welcome. Peter, Victoria, Oregon, or bus. Aaron. Hey, the Partridge family prospecting. What's uh, up? Snorkel Pirate. I have a sticker coming your way, buddy. Cool. Um, so. PW sucking up dredging. Let's see, JP's here now. Nikki, what's up, Nikki? Our fellow prospector from down under. Yeah. Uh, Wolfie's here. Wolfie, uh, how's it play, Wolfie? Hope it's getting better. Ugly prospector, welcome, aka Partridge Family Prospecting. Good to see you. Oh, that's that's the same person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, Chris Dyer let Ryan run his four-inch dredge the other day while we were at the swing. Uh, nice. He, Ryan had a lot of time with that. All of you who were at Flash Bash, thank you for coming. Those of you who missed out, <laughs> you missed Man, a you missed great out. time. You missed out. <laughs> There's been a lot of videos. Oh, you know what? You want to hear something? Do you know that Flash Bash is a video game? Yeah, I saw that when I was Did searching for that? Flash Bash. Right. But we're we're dominating the search results for Flash Bash. We cool. we have the top few. Cool. So. <laughs> well, I, I, yeah, I've shared I've shared them all as 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 they've been put on. I've shared them all. <clears throat> so hey, far, we've Peter. got just about all the YouTubers have videos out, except for one for sure. Benzo's gonna show who, the who could that be? That Ed Marvin uh, guy from Flashing Your Pan? Uh, yeah, but you we you know Ed, it's in editing. It's in editing. Actually, <laughs> no, all my footage is saved to a folder. It hasn't even made it. To edit it, yeah. <laughs> made it. <to> <laughs> <laughs> hey, JP Lonza Moore, Matt, how you doing, Bigfoot prospecting? Right, Benzo's got to. He's gonna be. Is he doing a video on the treasure chest? Yes, part three is gonna be of the part treasure. Four, hey, I think Walter. it's part three. Yeah. Benzo here. Is he in here? I haven't seen him yet. I see big Walter, good to see you. Part three, JP says. There's JP, part three. Okay. Pinger's in here. It's good to see all of you. Walter? Uh, Robinson Prospecting, how yeah. you doing? Oh, Ert. Ert's here. You made it. Only uh, a little yeah, bit late. just a little late. We'll let him go. We'll let you slide this time, Ronald. I see Rose. What are you doing, Rose? <laughs> hey, Rose. <laughs> I, I was. She don't look like she's typing, so she. I know. How's she well, doing that? You guys don't know what I'm doing. I keep my I keep my computer up really high, so I have my hands free. Nikki. Nikki's working on something. That looks like we got everybody. Did we miss somebody? We I missed you. We're sorry. Luke, Luke. I got Luke. Oh, there's Richard Davis. There's Richard Davis. Hey, what's up? 
It's always good to see everyone, all of you. Um, hopefully everything's running smoothly. Looks all right on this end. Oh, before we get no, now that we got that done. Uh oh, your your Christmas presents came, and Dale. Christmas in June. Yep. Your wow. pains arrived. Oh, you Boy, got you got cool. us a Dini. Yep, I got Dano a salad bowl and I got Ed a bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> right on, right on. Hi, Susan Hamilton. Gold claws. So actually, the 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 complete crew. Well, uh, I I'm sorry, Rose, but the, I didn't order you guys one. Way way three, before. Three mixes. I'm sorry. All right, we're we're still working on seasoning the pans that we got from the flash bash. So. Right. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I have one for Patrick Moore, who who is our behind the scenes member of the flash crew. Pat Mule. Pat Mule Moore. Yes, sir. <laughs> He's got his coming too. Now we all got our we all got our. our production fans today. I, I got a post flash bash question for the Vixen. Uh, so are you going to add a gold pan to your arsenal now while you're out magnet fishing? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I honestly think that we may try to incorporate some of our videos into panning in Missouri if we can find the gold. But yeah, you guys got us hooked. <laughs> uh, you, 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 did you learn about where to look and the kind of places to look for while you were out there? Yeah, just started doing some Googling, but I mean, since I've gotten back from the trip, I've been working heavy, heavy hours. So we're not quite into that plan yet. And right, right. We got to get back to some good old, you know, good old fashioned magnet fishing for a little bit. So it, it's coming in the future and we'll, we'll educate <laughs> ourselves before we head out. Uh, well, here's, you know, I, I'm going to predict what's going to happen. Okay. Just a prediction. Mm -hmm. You're going to go out magnum fishing, and you're going to look at the stream that you're working, the bridge you're working off, and you're going, oh, That's a nice look, gravel at, bar. look at that gravel bar over there. I wonder if, let's check out this area. Any gold in this area? Oh, okay. Well, we're magnum fishing, and, and as you're magnum fishing, you know, Angela, go get, go get our pans. Let's go check that out. <laughs> yes, definitely. I, it's just a prediction. It may not happen. You never know. I'll confirm it for you as we as we start to head down that path, which is yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'm glad we we uh, got you bit by the gold bug. Another victim to the list of addict friends to gold prospecting. <laughs> and, and and you know what's really cool is. I had no part in it, in, in your <laughs> demise. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was the whole purpose of everybody around. I mean, I don't know how anybody could show up to a group of people like that and not become just as excited as everybody else. <laughs> uh, I, I would have to agree with you 100%, Rose. Just, uh, that's funny, Vicky. <laughs> Jesse, the... Who Dini predicts all? <laughs> it's just uh, and that's really not. It's not even a prediction. It's like uh, if you get bit by this gold bug, 
that's the path it takes you. There is no cure for gold fever. Ask Jason. There's at sometimes a little relief, but no cure. <laughs> yeah, some, some relief. No, I, I'm super stoked you and Angela were able to come, Rose. It was a great, great event. Uh, well above all of my expectations. Um, I'm not sure about my two <laughs> partners the, in crime. The heroine of genea or geology. Yeah, there you go, Terry. There you go. Hey, Ford man, HD shovelhead. The other end. What's up? Hey, HD shovelhead. Jack from Gold Fever yep. Radio. Good to see you, up, Jack, Jack and Lisa. Yep. Dwight. How you doing? To, uh, wish you were feeling better and you didn't have to live flat and leave flash bash so soon. But hey, there's the next year. Yep. We're already thinking about it, aren't we, guys? Yeah. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course we are. Hey, Ron Shaw's. Shaw's prospecting's in the house. My brother from my my brother closer to me than my blood brother James Van Cleef. How you I'm doing, James. brother? Uh, we'll be out in September. And we'll be for a visit. And we'll be up to the compound for a visit. You betcha. You betcha. We'll tear that little creek up behind there. Oh yeah. Uh, maybe he'll have a dredge by then. If we could dredge in Idaho, Ohio. In Idaho, 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 Ohio, 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 Ohio. Right, right, right. All right. Well, let me see. Yeah. Well, how can we burn another fifteen minutes? No, I'm just kidding. Jason. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. No worries. No worries. <laughs> so, Jason. I'm in, I'm in the AC now, so I'll, this feels better than being outside in the Texas heat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're in Texas, right? Yeah, and it's hot out there. It's yeah. uh, been heat that, you know, feels like in the hundreds, you know, it's just hot. What part of Texas? Northern part? Yeah, I'm in North Central. Yep. Oh, okay. So, so are you it's by Dallas? Dallas, uh, Dallas yeah, Worth? a couple hours, a couple hours north of Dallas. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, Red right. River Valley. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Right yeah, a lot of fossils, lots of snow for just fossils everywhere. That's what got me into the rock counting was. Right, and is that is that is that desert area or? or... No, it's the. Uh, I live in uh, Montag County. It's like one of the most erosion counties in like the United States or. Texas. I can't remember which one which one it is, but you get a half a quarter inch rain, you got ruts everywhere. I mean, you gotta it's just it's all sandy, it's just sand, you know. Yeah. Oh, let me interrupt for a second. Boop. Richard Boop. Davis, oh my god. Thanks for the super chat. Thank you yes. for the super chat. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Thank you. Oh yeah. Yeah, lots of fossils. 
lots of fossils and arrowheads. You know, we right. That's what my dad liked to do was the arrowheads. I I started as far as with the fossils and just uh, there at the, the little town I'm from. You could go to the city park and you could see the erosion, and it's just like so there's some elevation. It's not flat like you think Texas is. There's like 1,400 feet, maybe 1,200 feet is like the highest elevated little hill. You know, it's a hill, but so. Oh. You get on the wash house and there's all types of shells. So that kind of got me into just the shells and the right. Texas, Texas has uh, just about every kind of terrain and uh, yeah. uh, uh, area, woods, ocean. desert, mountains. Yes. And, yeah. You know, it's got all, you know, depending on where you're in jungle. I mean, you know, tropical oh. heat. Yeah, you know. Uh, but it's got all these different varieties of land in just one state. It's crazy. I've been there many times. Actually, I used to live just. I I sorry. I I used to live just north of Dallas in Prestonwood. Oh wow! Right on. Yeah. I've lived in uh, Houston and or outside of Houston and around San Antonio. I mean, that's just two totally different areas. I mean, one's yeah. desert. San Antonio is all desert. You know, Houston's all tropic, subtropic, I should say. Very confusing. There's Benzo. What's up, well, Benzo? Uh, it's sort of like California. You go from one to another. Right. And Texas is a lot of the same way. Yeah. And, and then, you know, you got Mason, in Mason, Texas, you can find the blue topaz. There's been like. Right. 900, 900 carat tope size tope, blue topaz, and so a blue topaz, you know, and they just, uh, you know, there's, so I've never been to Mason, Texas, but, you know, they've got topaz, they've got, we have fossils, we've got the artifacts, like, every, there's the natives were everywhere here, you know, and, uh, right. Oh, it's just, I'm sure there's a little bit of gold here. They say there's a GPA a claim in, uh, like, Granbury, Texas. I'm, you know, I'm not sure. Well, we have a friend, John like Shaw, who actually finds gold in his driveway in Texas. Who's this? Our friend, John Shaw. Oh, okay. Wow. Uh, what? I'd have to. He's, 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 uh, probably a powder. He, yeah, dust. he's like two hours. He's two hours uh, northwest of Houston. Oh, somewhere, okay. somewhere. Yeah, that's that's where the more of the gold was found over in the pan or in the uh, yeah the western. Right. Um, yeah, closer to New Mexico, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, just got back from Colorado. I went and uh, drove 15 hours to go pan for gold with Shane Clash. We uh, spent the day at Clear Creek and found some gold cool. there. A lot of fun, guys. Yeah, Shane's, Shane looks like a lot of we'd be fun to hang out with and prospect. Oh, yeah, and stuff. yeah. Right. Well, when Hard I go to, to Colorado, I'm going to let Shane know if I'm going to <laughs> the Denver area. Yeah, he was straight up just, I said, hey, I'm probably going to be in Colorado. And he just, cool, you know, I'll, uh, you know, I happen to catch him in town. You know, he's always a busy guy. So. Right. Well, all worked some out. are saying yeah. they can't hear. I see. Uh oh. So Richard says he don't hear anything either. Nikki can't hear. 
I'm trying to big huh? Odd. Odd. Sounds good, Sounds uh, JP. I can hear Ron yeah. Shaw no. says. I yeah. hear you guys. Richard says. I can hear. I can okay. hear. No problem. <laughs> Loud and clear. All good here. Audio nope. all good here. The music. Oh, they were talking about something up else. What's up, Pinger? Oh. Thank you for clearing that up for us. <laughs> yeah. After Shane, I uh, that was just a day, and then I the next day or so, I met up with the. Uh, book author there in Colorado. It's Finding Gold in Colorado is the name of the book. The author is right. uh, Kevin Single. Yeah, Kevin Single is really known guy around there and he's really smart where and how to get the gold. He, that guy got like half a gram and, you know, just that little three hours, you know, I'm just all like, I got maybe two, three sex. I'm going to go follow Kevin around. <laughs> well, you know who's that, hold to jump after he leaves, then, right, Jason? Yeah, that, yeah, that was that. Well, I went right out to wherever right where he was. I dug around and didn't quite get what he got. You know, he just can probably look at the gravel and kind of tell. I don't know. He, he, you know, you do it for thirty years or whatever. Right. Yeah, that <laughs> gives you a little, a little bit of put up on you. <laughs> yeah, that uh, fair plays around like almost twelve thousand feet, so it was like really hard for me to just. You know, I just had to take breaks and drink a lot of water, and he's just over there doing push-ups and, you know, <laughs> working material like this, this another day. You know, right. right. Well, uh, got to be careful in high altitude, especially yeah, for you, someone like you. Beginners. <laughs> well, you, yeah. you're from an area Flatlander. that's not the highest Flat, in altitude. Flatlander. Yeah, I think, we're at, I think we're about 700 feet here. Right, and you're up a mile high. Yeah, that's a big difference. There's, <laughs> that's such that's such a big difference that if you have a car from the flat lane and drive through Colorado, it screws your car up. It starves oh. for air, and you have wow. to. Oh yeah, uh, cars break down going through the mountains all the time, simply oh, because it just need to be their carburetor is readjusted for the high altitude. Yeah, we try to go. I lived outside of De I, I lived outside of Denver for a while, up in the mountains, and all our customers. That's what they were. They couldn't get. They couldn't get through. You know, <laughs> so they come yeah. in. We readjust their carbs and send them on their way, and money in our pocket. <laughs> yeah, I bet it's a uh, hard on vehicles up there. You know, it is. It's terrible. It's hard on me. It's hard on. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so yeah. So you can imagine, you know, you or I being from like. Ohio or <laughs> you know or Texas even down low to the water and then going up into the mountains it's it's rough like I lived yeah, there for a while steps but you yeah, get but used to it loved every, loved every every minute being there right, you, get, leave. you get used to it you it know good. I think we were there for about a year yeah, yeah I, I do better I usually go twice a year to Colorado I'll go again usually around August and September and always seem to do better. The second time I go, it's like I was, you know, just from that first trip, I've kind of got my body used to the, you know, it just seems to be easier for sure the next trip. So I can imagine, yeah, living there for a whole year, I'm sure you'd probably adapt maybe. Yeah, you do, you adapt, just like anywhere else, you know. It's a lot of fun though. Yeah, we uh, walk oh, around yeah. mountain and tear. Like one day I'll, 
after Kevin, I went around Mount Intero and just kind of thought I'd just go on a hike. You know, I heard, I bought a book there at a, a local rock shop and, you know, that book told me there's like a gathering site for aquamarines. So I'm like, cool, you know, I'll go find some aquamarines at this gathering site, you know, and the book's like from the 1980s after, <laughs> and I don't <laughs> think it's been updated. But I, I went ahead and went anyways and walked around and, you know, within 15 minutes or so, I picked up this this thing, you know, it's not glass, it's not quartz. <laughs> so it's definitely a, we're thinking it's a topaz. So nice. I walked around, walked around for days after that, couldn't find anything. It was all, like all this is, was uh, in granite. It's all like granite. And they say that's what, like to the aquamarines are, you got to rip open the granite. Right, you're inside of it. You'll find pockets inside the granite. And I think actually there's like another layer and then the granite or maybe the other way around. I'm not an aquamarine you know, expert, but, and the aquamarine started like 13,000 feet and up. And I didn't, I was only at the lower level where this thing was. This was just, I was just taking the hike, you know, and then that was 10 on minutes, the surface, like, oh, wow. That was on the surface, right? Uh, that was on the surface? Yeah. Oh, yeah, just, yeah. Yeah. I did, I did watch that yeah, video. Was, you found that. Yeah, I was just, uh, yeah, I just picked it up, and in the video, I just, it, I just thought it was a piece of glass when I picked it up, you know, like, that's been, it looks like it's been washed down, it's got, like, you know, right. it's all worn down, and all that is coming down the mountain, so it's all been flowing with water at one, you know, thousand years ago, maybe, who knows. But, well, you know, if that was, if that was a piece of glass that had been washed down and, and tumbled in, like, into that, it would be, uh, uh, um, Dull, real dull. Uh, yeah, it, it would. It, yeah, it would be um, lost the word frosty, frosted looking. Oh, you know, yeah, it would have frosted. that. And that one definitely is not frosted. That's a that beautiful stone. That is a beautiful stone. Let me yeah, interject for a second. We're having a Jersey history hunter oh, raid. I see that. Hey, ambient girl and the dudes. What's up, dudes? Totally yeah, awesome, dudes. 81 carats. Nice. Alabama dirt digger. Are you going to facet it? Do you do any lapidary yeah, work? No, I don't, but it'd be fun to get into that, you know, for sure. I just more equipment, you know, I <laughs> have to get. And, but that would really be cool to do. Uh, I'd, I'd like to maybe look into getting that cut into an actual gemstone. And, has anybody look at it? No. I mean, no, have you had anybody like, look at it? Let's see if. You know, it looks pretty. It doesn't look like it's got very many fractures at all. I can't. Well, really... Yeah, I'm trying to get the. Yeah, it's very. It's really clean inside. It's it can definitely yeah. be cut probably into about a, a probably about a, you know, a twenty or a thirty carat. I would. Think. Yeah. It's That's probably nice. flawless. I don't know. <laughs> so my uh, the, my buddy that's in Ohio, that was at the Crater of Diamonds where I met him, he. He looked at it and said topaz, you know, right off. And that, it, that's it, kind of what we Yeah, I think it's topaz, too. It's, uh, it has that. It, and right. it kind of has a browner. It's kind of got a brown. And then this end is like a clear. So see how it got. Hmm. You see how it changes. It's like, you know, it's a very rare stone for sure. And it's mine. That's a cool stone. That's, that's for a sure. beautiful stone. <laughs> Now, that that made my trip right there. You know, I was just my uh, as far as my flat tire and you know, that kind of 
Uh, Jim's in prospecting Tasmania is cutting a eight carat blue yeah, sapphire yeah. now. <laughs> so yeah, that's so a yeah, nice collection of arrowheads behind you of artifacts. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all from uh, that's all from Arkansas at the uh, Renegade Ranch. Oh yeah, that's that's from. Uh, going out there and most of it's surface fine just walking around and just picking them up off the surface they just they'll plow the field which you know it damages them but it's more just like a tourist thing for her the lady that runs it but you can actually find a nice point this little one here it's a, actually a full point my last video there i was just about to call it a day and i was like well let me go do one more little quick walk and then right there you know i've picked up that little uh point so you never know <laughs> You never yeah, know. Let me let me re let me respond to TNX fourteen sixty three. Yeah, that's basically what it is here too. But see, we're flash in your pan. That's right. Ten INX TNX TNX fourteen sixty three. I love arrowheads too. Mrs. AWR. Wonder if that's Paul's wife. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure she'll answer. Hey, American Woodland Relics, how are you? Paul, oh, there's the board. Nice. <laughs> These are the Texas. This is our uh, couple of my dad's, you know, like the little bird points. He was good at getting the bird points. Yeah. That one's his. He's got about six or seven in there. And the rest are, I think my mom actually has one of those that she found. And the rest are mine that I found. Nice. Nice. Pretty much all Texas stuff there. Nice. Everybody likes good treasure porn, Jason. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got a bunch of them. I got a room full of it. Yeah. Are those those uh, antlers you found in that video? What's that? The, the antlers you found in that video, is that them there? Yeah. Yeah, these are the uh, these are the deer. Yeah. He also found a moose, moose rack too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just glad I didn't see the moose. <laughs> I hear the moose will the moose will stand their ground, you know. They'll definitely try to they won't run they don't unless you have a gun, I'm sure, which I did. But yeah, that's the moose. Kind of it's been there for a while. It's all chewed up and, and I wasn't really too far from like popular, you know, like a public like the you know area so i'm surprised that nobody really found any of that uh when i was walking it was an old like a rock path of what got me started walking around there. i just could see like these rocks you see in the video you can it's see how right. the rocks are lined up so that's kind of what i was doing just trying to follow that and see where it went yeah they weren't they weren't there they weren't laying there randomly you could tell that they were no, sent they there didn't. Uh, it's been there a while. Too, so that was, you, was a you that was a public place? That was what? Was that a public area? I mean, where uh, people park? Uh, yeah, it was the, uh, it was one of the, uh, well, we won't get too far into detail, but, <laughs> it, but right. there was, there was a public, there was public nearby, you know, like, so uh, it was definitely like probably a park, you know, area. It just had a sign that said no camping, all I saw, but. We could definitely hike around. Yeah. Hiking area then, yeah. Yeah. I, I was I was reading the book for the gathering site where I was at, you know. <laughs> it's going what the book said. 
Just follow them. And these uh, here, these come from Arkansas. The Ron Coleman. I'm sure y'all seen my my big crystals. You know, that's a that's a good one there. Gigantic. Yeah, that's that's gorgeous. That just come out of the. Uh, if you go to Ron Coleman's, you can just dig in their tailing piles. You know, they've increased the rate. It's just like 25 a day, and some days you get stuff like this, and some days you get you know little bitty stuff. <laughs> When you when you say tailing piles, are they working something else, or are they just digging it out for you? Uh, well, what what they do is they'll uh, they'll be like Ron Coleman's. They're more after like the really big clusters that are worth millions of dollars. Okay, so they're in there. They're they're trying to get their their big clusters. Get, yeah, they're busting those up. They're busting them up, breaking big points off, and then they'll scrape all that stuff and go dump it for us. You know. And okay. When, when and you then, catch, when you, that's what you want to do is follow the, their Facebook page, and when you can tell that they're posting stuff like, "Oh, you know, the guys are down in the pit working on a big cluster," might not be a bad idea to go like that week or the next week or just try to catch them. It's, it's good to be a regular for one, and you can catch them when they're dumping that. That's how that's what I got lucky on all this. They were working on a big cluster down there, and I just was there at the right time. I've been back four or five times and haven't <laughs> just little bitty stuff, you know. Right. Okay, so the, it's an actual mine working crystals, and you're working yeah, their carrying yeah. piles. Gotcha. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that's like the world. Yeah, it's the world's largest uh, crystal mine, and, and they actually have a pretty big operation, and their their pits like maybe 200, 300 feet down so far, you know, and just it's a big, you can zip line across it. They got mm. a big zip line set up and uh, all kinds of stuff. What yeah, area is that try. at? Is that on Mount Ontario and and and? No, we're over in Arkansas. Yeah, we're we're in Arkansas now. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, we, we left Colorado about a half hour ago. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm slow. I'm slow. We're working our way up to the to the diamond mine, man. Yeah. <laughs> we had to stop at the Arrowhead. That's in Mina. You know, we're, that's uh, west of Mount Ida. Like, that's where the, the Arrowhead is in Mina. And then when you go to the east, you'll get into Hot Springs and the Washington National Forest, that's where all the quartz veins are located. They're just everywhere. You can go almost any, everybody's backyard has crystal pretty much. <laughs> Crazy. That's Not cool. Nothing big. To get the Ron Coleman, to get them really big like that, you, it's best to go to Ron Coleman. You know, right. Back in the 20s or 30s, whatever, I guess World War One. You know the military had they controlled all that stuff they had all that guarded off uh because they were using the courts for the, the communication systems you know for radios and uh, right they, the they had all that they had like really literally guarded troops out there guarding all the uh, uh outcroppings of the crystals back in the day <laughs> Crazy. yeah well you know we with the, the military is always taking over the minerals during war you know, oh, yeah. well, that, that's what they say there. You know, for they're probably taking those big, giant, expensive clusters and selling them. <laughs> well, yeah, for the war effort. Oh, it's for a radio. <laughs> yeah, we're making this big, giant radio. <laughs> oh, it's it's yeah, for their phantom 
uh, or like, proton laser beams or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, they have like, uh, like, you know, you can store data or on like a quartz disk or something. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, using quartz for like CD. Quart or right. They're using their using quartz to to store data, which is right. really but because it does it. it produces energy mm -hmm. you know so i guess it's able to store energy too then so we can store yeah. energy you can store data right yeah. pretty crazy uh, stuff yeah it's 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 above my pay grade let me tell you <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, i kind of understand the concept and that's about it you know yeah. how it actually works don't know <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know that uh, that there's uh, you know watch companies that drop the the quartz bombs in their advertising. No, of course. Oh. Well, growing up yeah. as a kid, growing up as a kid, you were able to make uh, heat kits, which were a quartz radio, mm. you know, or a crystal radio, I should say. Yeah. You know, uh, and, and then they did away with those for a while. So I guess they're back again. They went to radiation. They went to radiation. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. That's better that's worse for us. Of course. Um, they figured out. They found out that the quartz was good for it. It's positive energy. Can't have that. Nobody brought up the fact that that hippies are particularly fond of quartz as well for their positive energy. So that's a, that's another big class of people that buy these. Uh, rocks and gems and oh yeah yeah Sleep they say them. you don't get drunk if you carry amethyst too that's a lie hey ggp what's up chris who else yeah, all stones, come in here? yeah they say all yeah. stones and minerals have like you know it's all elements from the earth you know and it's right. all earth, earth is good you know so it's all good i mean there are rocks in colorado with radiation i'm sure those aren't probably good rocks so <laughs> at least like everything else in moderation they're okay yeah. <laughs> yeah i think she'd be going crazy talking about it she she she's all she's all about it so i don't i'm not educated enough to talk about crystals yeah, and, and healing powers and positive energy and good vibes and all that. Yeah, I ran into an older couple at the Diamond Mine, and they, they seem to be pretty educated with the, the cords. And, you know, like back in the day, women would hold a thread and a needle over their stomach to see if they're pregnant, you know, and that, that's the energy of her stomach. You know, well, she was demonstrating with, like, you know, she had this necklace with a cross and it would spin like clockwise or counterclockwise. And that was either if it went clock counterclockwise, if it was like a remote control or a smartphone, yeah. it would go counterclockwise and that would be negative energy. But if she had like a crystal or a piece of gold, it would go clockwise and that would be you know good. Right. So I don't know, just that stuff right there kind of got me opening my eyes. I was all like, okay, well, and, and uh, prospects with a pendulum. Yeah, I, I have a, a, a amethyst crystal I use in a pendulum and also 
uh, adventurite uh, stone. I haven't played with my pendulum much lately, though. Hello, hello, Rhonda Tolliver, the lucky. Good evening. But yeah, they say diamonds are like the you know the top of them all, like a, a diamond, and you put a diamond in gold, and then like like maybe the Egyptians, like in their their drawings, you know, they've got those. Oh, uh, I don't know what am I thinking? Like a gaunt, uh, like I don't know, gauntlet, some type God. of like bracelet, you know, with just with that diamond and gold is like and like is, is so good for you, you know. But it's got to be on like your left side of your body you know you don't wear it on your right arm you wear it on your left arm right you have just, to be facing the south and you know bracing uh, yeah. certain, certain direction right yeah. who knows <laughs> i'm still trying to get enough gold to make something yeah <laughs> <laughs> one day perseverance it all adds up jason yeah got enough for you know <laughs> maybe a gram so <laughs> i've got i think i've got maybe two gram you know with the the mining and just i think i bought a few not a few just like uh i did a clash crumbs once and i think i did like the gpaa gave me some pay dirt one time or something and pan that out you know that's about all the gold I've, i have oh uh, you just get out there and get some gold digging gold yeah i'm, get out to no. I'm headed back to colorado yeah we, we're doing pretty good on that uh, well it's more like a hard pan there at the uh, catch creek and you know, I got half a bucket and got like 0.14 and half a bucket. To me, that wasn't too bad. You know, just for sweeping, sweeping the ground. You know. Right. Well, now, when I was when I went to Crater of Diamonds, which has been a couple of years now, I brought back a couple uh, buckets of material. Right. Yep. And I went through it. And didn't really, yeah. Huh? I brought on yeah, a bucket of dirt and rocks is what I brought home. Actually, but actually, uh, yeah, a lot of clay. Holy cow. <laughs> Holy cow. But actually, I, after I cleaned out most of the clay and everything out of it, kind of got it cleaned a bit, I ran it through the sluice, and I actually found a little bit of gold in that in that material. I was, I was yeah, just it wasn't. Not enough to set up a mine, but you know. <laughs> but yeah. I was I was surprised. This, although I had heard that there is gold, but you really have oh, to yeah. dig, dig deep for it. I'm thinking that, that uh, during the process they're bringing it up too, and but it's yeah. fine, real fine gold. That, that's the thing about the crater. You know, actually, was you know when we use a Saruka to make our centers and then flip it over to pick our diamonds out. I've actually had a small little. I actually could pick that piece of gold. I had a little picker from the Crater of Diamond. You know, I, I, I found pie right there, so I knew what gold you know, looked like. And, right. And But that's out of all the centers I've done, that's the only little piece I've ever seen. But yeah. like running it through a sluice, you could probably actually gather it because... Right, know, because this, this you wouldn't have seen in your Saruka. Right. Stuff yeah. you, wouldn't have, you, know, you wouldn't have seen in your Saruka when you did the minus flip 50, on it. Minus 50, you know, minus 50 or something. Yeah. No, uh, you're not going to see this, but, but it's uh, there. Well, yeah, that's the thing. See, these diamonds, you know, just to, to make a diamond, taking it from the octahedron, you know, from its natural form, that's the way that they get them in Africa, deep, way deep down. 
you know, they're octahedrons. And at the Crater of Diamonds, you know, they had a, the eruption below caused a lot of heat. Like, you know, it takes over 4,000 degrees just to even melt the diamond for a long time, you know. So it had the heat, which was over 4,000 degrees, and then it had the pressure, which took the diamonds from the octahedrons, and then it, it, it made them into the shapes that we see today there. You know, they're, it's like you take an ice cube out of the freezer, and then you let it melt out in the sun, and it gets all weird, and then you stick it back in the freezer, and it hardens again. That's what right. those diamonds, that's what they did out there, those diamonds went from octahedrons to called uh, resorbed and it made them like 28 percent harder than any diamond found in the world so that's uh, oh, wow so yeah, what's cool. the ore body there again it's not kimberlite like up in canada yeah right? this is they, they they used to call it kimberlite back when they first found the crater of diamonds because they had diamonds and then they seen this weird this weird other rock so they just said oh that's kimberlite but after years went by they did study you know studies were improved and they could actually tell there were different minerals so they called it lamprite you know they, they changed it to lamprite yeah. oh, okay. and that's the host and that's the thing without the craters since that eruption you know happened and all that heat and pressure and the speed all the diamonds were released out of the hose, you know, the, the, the lamprite. So you can, it took like nine tons to get like one diamond out of that lamprite or four tons per diamond. So that really wasn't productive to work that, that, that material, you know, it wasn't, the diamond, it wasn't a good production. They got trapped in, yeah. You want to find the gravel. They got, they got trapped in all that gravel during that eruption. They got released from the, the matrix and then they got, caught in the heavier material which was the gravel you know got just stuck in it and trapped with all that gravel so that's why we chased the gravel yeah. okay so but, so, but, so is it heavier it's is it heavy what's the specific weight yeah. of, of, of a diamond oh i'm no scientist with it <laughs> <laughs> i mean like we know that gold is 19 and a half times or so uh heavier than water yeah, you know. all I know is that there, there's garnets. You can find little garnets at the crater of diamonds in your centers. And if you're uh -huh. seeing a little bitty time, I'm talking like the size of a, uh, maybe like, golly, I'm small, like a minus 30 screen or something, you know, or okay. maybe a little bit bigger than a minus 30, you know. But if you get those garnets, you've got a good chance of getting the diamonds because the diamonds, the garnets are a little bit heavier than the diamonds. And, uh, the diamonds are heavier than all the jasper and the, the calcite and the quartz. Right. You know, okay. There, there are just a few minerals out there. You got hematite, magnetite. And if you're finding the hematite and the magnetite, you're definitely going to probably get some diamonds because that's, that's a good heavy. That's the heavy stuff. Right. They've got, they've got the brown jasper. You've got black jasper. You got, uh, you know, different colors of jasper, but the best jasper is. The red because the red is like an iron stained so that added weight to them you know so therefore if you got a bunch of red jasper you're probably going to get a diamond because you're just near more heavier rocks you know heavier material so, and the, the barite's a good indicator as well you know? so, so diamonds are, are heavy like where they're you would look for them the same way because they're heavier than the rest of the material around them for the most part right exactly yeah you're right pretty much like gold in a way yeah because they're just all the other materials gonna 
lot of it, the lamprey will float. It almost floats in the water if you're bouncing your Saruka. Some of that stuff will just float off and it's real fluffy. And uh, yeah, all the heavy minerals uh, go straight to the bottom. That's be the diamonds. And when you put that Saruka over, the diamonds will be uh, just sitting there on top. You know, I've got over, I may have flipped about, you know, my one carrot was flipped. I flipped it. I found it at home. I did my centers at home and brought my material home and did my centers and got that one carrot. So I've got quite a few off the center. I've actually just washing and looking down in my screen, actually picked out an eight point, one of my videos. I couldn't believe it, you know, just to <laughs> be washing out there. My last bucket, you know, I'm thinking, wow, you know, here's my last 18 bucket and then washing. I look down and that, the bubbles on my screen kind of you can you know see bubbles sometimes that kind of looks like a diamond well this bubble was definitely a diamond <laughs> like a, a yellowish color so a lot of fun just to pick it out of the screen I don't know anytime you don't have to, oh is go that, on so i've been I, I think the first video of yours i watched was your first diamond of 2020 and i just it's so oh. crazy uh because you I don't even know how you can spot them because you said, look, I found a diamond and I'm staring at, at your pile of, of rocks and dirt and I think I see it. And then you finally point at it. And I'm like, that's, that wasn't what I thought it was. You know, I don't know how you can pick them out. Yeah, most, the average diamond found out there is the size of a match head. They're really small. And, you know, uh the old mining companies they were after the big ones you know back in the 20s and 30s out there they had the big commercial operations and you know i think their bottom classifier was like some of them were a quarter inch you know or maybe a, a little bit under a quarter inch so all those little match head size diamonds they, they you know they lost they didn't worry about those that's why we find so many and then they would have the equipment broke down and they'd have to shovel out the ore and then they would never recover that ore and they're they're there's how we got probably the five carrots and the seven carrots because the old mining companies they scraped that place down to the hard pan and worked all that material four times and then dumped it up pushed it all back up on the field and that's what we dig in today you know it's pretty much and now if you dig down deep like i used to and every now and then you know i'll try to but it's a lot of work to dig down and six feet down you know in the day and fill in your hole and carry your buckets and, but that's where you can get into that gravel vein where you know that's where my one carrot came from it was like in you know 14 buckets or something you know 16 buckets not yeah, a whole lot you know what i did what i did when i was there compared to you is like absolutely nothing <laughs> <laughs> you walked around you walked around and said what and then like i did my first time just walked around and trying to figure it out you know right you know i actually went to a spot that had been tilled over but no one's dug in it yet i don't know why they didn't dig in it maybe they knew there was nothing there i don't know but i knew that was it was freshly tilled over you know and that, and that's right. the other thing too they how often do they do that how often do they turn the dirt over again yeah the tilling is is good as long as we're going to get a lot of rain pretty much afterwards because that material, you know, the soil out there is like one of the fifth heaviest soils in the world. That's so, some nasty you know, it takes clay. Like, it takes like a ten range, it takes a ten inch rain just to move a, a little bitty rock, you know. <laughs> so when 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 they plow it, it's all 
resets the whole field. You got to wait for those, you know, eight inch rains and, and really like six inch minimum. And it's got to not, you know, sprinkle for, it's got to like all come down at once in like an hour. Do a walk. Just to get the gravel, you know, accumulating and building back up. And it takes months and months. And then you got regulars out there scooping every little bit that builds up. And it, it, it's, it's, it's not always good to go out there right after a plow. You know, I like to go after it's, they, I know they plowed it and it's been rained on really hard. You know, you got a good chance to go, to go get some good gravel. Just right off the so you, yeah. So you want to go there after you, they've had a good rain as opposed to a freshly plowed. Yeah. Lots of rain. Yeah. Yeah. If they plowed five months ago, but it's been raining, it's good. You know, it's still probably good. That stuff's gonna wash. So then that that will that would create what little runoffs and streams that are that's moving all the material around and, and uh, moving it. Oh to the yeah. Stuff. So you're basically yeah. looking, it's like looking for gold then, right? Yeah, you're looking for the the drop zone where heavy's gonna drop and get hung up, you know, and look for gravel built up behind a big rock or something where it, it, all the material stopped, you know, and just. You know, everything just stopped right there and inside bins, you know, you got the east drain and I found a lot of diamonds just scraping on that inside bin because they're going to, they're going to do the exact same thing. And, you know, when they lose their velocity, they're going to fall right. on that inside bin and, uh, because hmm. they're heavy, they're heavier, you know, when you get in that inside bin, it's full of silt and, you know, that stuff weighs nothing. So, yeah, when uh, I went there, when I went there, it was pretty dry. It was, it yeah. was pretty dry and hot. <laughs> yeah, it, it's always 10 degrees hotter. That's something else you want to keep in mind when you go there this time of year. It's, you know, it's, it's 10 degrees hotter. If it's 110 in town, it's 120 at the crater. <laughs> yeah, because you're out exposed in an open field of dirt. You're in, you're in volcanic material, just solid rock and clay, you know, just in a pit, you know, in a hole. Right. Trees, 60-foot tall trees. <laughs> and then we we dig down six we've been down about eight nine feet probably the deepest i've been down there and there's no breeze down there either it's at least 130 degrees wow you know during the june and july if you go dig a hole you're you're crazy <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> really hot it's 130 degrees every bit you know we go through about five five t-shirts uh you want about eight gatorades you know two gallons of water <laughs> That's wow. hard. Yeah. That's that's a whole day there for what? But that diamond, you, you could get a diamond worth that could be a ten thousand dollar day. It could be yeah, a, well. a twenty dollar day. You never know. Right. You know, while we do it, we'll do whatever it takes to. I've wore out wagons. You know, we've worn those wagons, those from like Tractor Supply. You can go get the the two by four foot wagons, and we've hauled you know tons and tons of. Or you know, taking them to our wash station from the field, and just I'm on my second wagon now. Actually, my third. My first, my first wagon was like way too small, and then my my next wagon was perfect. We just wore it out. I've actually re-welded the bottom and reinforced it, and it's just finally all the tires are gone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're when you're I know I know that you you use a rod to go to find gravel underneath yep. so when you do that do you wash all the material that you're digging out of that hole 
I mean, do you process? Oh, uh, just you'll usually come to a, when you probe, you'll sometimes hit a, a little thin layer. Okay. And it could be, it could be from one inch thick to we've hit it to where it was about three foot thick. And I told my partner, I'm all like, uh, we should probably save this stuff. Oh, that's the wrong, you know, he knew it all and he didn't want any of that stuff. So we threw it all out about a month later, a kid picked up a seven carat right over there where we were. <laughs> we probably should have saved that. That would have probably been the material to run. Huh? That, that, was, that was where the kid found the Superman dime. And I swear that was, we were, it was right there by our hole. Right there. <laughs> and that's where I got my one carat. So but we, we got through that layer to get to the layer we wanted to get to. You know, we went through uh, that three, two, it was about a two and a half foot layer. We threw all that out, you know, and there went the big diamonds and then we went and got the little diamonds. Okay. <laughs> you never know. I mean, you never so say. It would have been, been smart to just run everything, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and when, I, when I'm talking, when I say run, I'm talking about your your classifying and watching material, right? And oh, then when I'm saying run, yeah, 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 I'm saying you know you're classifying your material, you're running it through your sarukas. Mm -hmm. That's your run, right? When you're doing yeah. this, yeah, watch, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll break it through the. I'll go through a. Uh, I got three classifiers. I'll do the half inch. That's just mm -hmm. my breakdown because I'll when you're out there, you got big rocks. I get people comment like, "Oh, why don't you?" classify it first well like when you was there was there any water down there to classify no, just as the station exactly. <laughs> so you got you just scoop it up take it to your wash station yeah there could be a big diamond stuck to that big rock you know you just throw it in your bucket and carry it you know i've, I've carried 40 pound jaspers over them up because there could be a diamond stuck on that thing i don't know you know there's cavities in that stuff right wash all the cavities or the conglomerates or what i like would be digging out there and come to a big conglomerate well, we all know what conglomerate is, but the crater's got all the jasper and everything fused together. And well, yeah, you, that's you have a, lot of, a lot of cavities. You really want to clean those really good. You know, you'll spend five, ten minutes cleaning a conglomerate just to get it all cleaned out. You know, and because there could be a diamond stuck up in there. Huh. Um, thank you for the super chat, Flower Gold Wizard, Jason. Yeah, oh, yeah. Super chat. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, the, the probing, you know, you can use the probe and find the, the layers down deep and they start around three feet or you can work the surface. Uh, you know, I'm up to about 35 diamonds and, you know, I would say half. Well, I think over, I've been working the field the last few trips just because of my elbow and I don't, I was digging holes with people and then it got to too much drama and I was digging, I went to, I can do it by myself. So I did that for about a year. I dug at least, you know, five holes by myself. And it just, I can't, can't do it by myself anymore. <laughs> it's just so yeah, that, uh, that was, I noticed too that there are people that go there and what they do is surface hunt. Oh yeah. Yeah. You can. Yep. Uh, last March, you know, in October, they cut in that new trench in the very South end. They put in a, they ripped out of like a lot of material in the field and made a trench. It was like five feet, six feet down. And uh, a lady, I was leaving one day after they cut that in. It was like October, and uh, she's like, "You want to see a diamond?" I'm all like, "Yeah, you know, another sure. little diamond." Sure. 
and yeah, yeah a big three uh three carat like a three is a, a brown you know it wasn't the prettiest diamond but it's a three carat been a, a fun been fun to get <laughs> well you know they sell those as chocolate diamonds now so <laughs> just laying, she got off of just laying on the surface right right where i was working all that whole trip you know and just, and I, I tell myself every day i'm stepping up just stepped on a big one you know <laughs> <laughs> there's so many rocks there's so many rocks out there so. yeah and, and it's, it's really hard to, to actually see them until you've got that trained eye uh it, it's because I, I did a little walking around too see if I got lucky you spotted one, but it's it's not, you know, because there's a lot of things out there that you go, oh, is that? No, that is oh, you know? the Michael, The Michael will get you big time, you know. It's right, like right. gold. Right. <laughs> you know. That uh, Michael, so. I have, you know. Yeah, the Michael will get you and the, the quartz, everything out there that's shiny. And when right. you're out there surface hunting, you don't want to, when, when you're surface hunting, you'll, you know, you'll, you'll start, You'll you'll finally say, okay, that's Micah. You you've walked up to it so many times. It's just a little bitty speck, and you're like, okay, you'll get used to that little shine. And right. you know, the diamonds have their own unique shine, and you got to hit it just right, or it won't shine. And you know, it's it's got to be all just, you know, that diamond that, meant for you to find. If you're gonna yeah, find it on the surface, that isn't what you're actually looking for. Are you looking for that shine because there's so much okay. of it around, or are you looking for? Something else that tells you that's a diamond. Oh, well, I mean, as far as uh, okay, I don't know if we can see these here, but you know, like here's a piece of quartz, like that's quartz. You see how right. it's just pretty, pretty plain, right? And then here's kind a, of a doll looking. Yeah, let's get the other diamond here. There we go. Maybe this one here is. And then, uh, that's so small. <laughs> so does, does uh, the way it's, um, yeah, it's so small. It's there, now you can kind of see the, uh, yeah, I can it's see, just yeah. summer. I don't Hito know, it's got more, cell. it's got more, the diamonds have a metallic, you know, they got facets. That's what the crater diamonds will register it by. They got to have that, those resort you can't go take an uh, octahedron that you bought and say oh found this at the trader today and they're going to say they're going to laugh at you uh we got a couple of mountain. questions for you right oh. after i think the tech right on juju for the super chat thanks for the right, super cool. chat um do you ever use a uv light to uh, black a UV light or a black light to help you find diamonds. Jason? Um, well, I use a I use a black light after I find my diamonds because I like to see if any of them are fluorescent because I've actually found my one carrot would glow blue under black light, and I found some others like that glow green, some would glow orange. But as far as finding them, it's you know, a lot of that material is going to glow, like the calcite glows. And you'll have so many glowing objects in there. Oh. It's, it's better just to see it with your naked eye. That diamond is going to give out that metallic. It's going to have a me metallic shine that, you know, if you got the black light out, there's going to be so many other things lit up and glowing. It's going to it's going to be hard to, to see it. You're going to have to have the room pitch black. So that's right there, a, a, not a good thing. And 
a lot of stuff will be glowing. So it, I like to use the black light <laughs> just to, to test them after I find them. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, yep. Jason from Flower Gold Wizard, Diamond Miner Ivans, are we going to do a collab or what? <laughs> or what? Or, or what? what? Or what? Oh, or yeah. what? Hey, hey, drive to Texas. I'll <laughs> drive on down to Texas, buddy. We'll do one. <laughs> yeah, I'm just... not sure when I go. How long we just in, at the crater? He's in Wisconsin, right? Yes. Yes. Flyer goes at Wisconsin or Lake Michigan yeah. area. Uh, I think up in yeah. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Wow, that's a that's a good good. Uh, it'd so be fun <laughs> as long as you're guaranteed an ounce of gold. I'll be there. <laughs> well, you'll have to make the drive to Ohio or wherever we decide to have next year's Splash Bash. Right on. Yeah, that'd be fun. Oh man, it's it's a great time and the community is super welcoming. So and I'm sure they would just pick your brain like crazy on some of the stones that we also found uh, in that in that particular area. But yeah, I think it would mesh up very well. That'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, I don't believe that for a second, Jason, flower gold wizard. Uh, he says there will be no mosquitoes, I promise. Uh, oh, no, I'm there. I, I think his nose is growing. Yeah, I'm I'm already getting prepared for the ticks in Arkansas coming up. <laughs> I have to cut, cut my body uh. and use uh, neem oil. I use neem oil, N-E-E-M. Neem oil is supposed to, and I hear if you eat a lot of garlic, that'll help keep the ticks off. But yeah, Arkansas is full of ticks mosquitoes you got the horse flies you got the we call elephant flies out right now <laughs> not bugs everywhere yeah i don't think there's much anybody can do to escape them right now oh they're everywhere yeah that's why i like going to colorado this past month it's just no bugs yet even in Colorado, there's a lot of mosquitoes in the summer. Right. Eat you alive. Uh, eat me alive. Is that the que all the questions we got? I'm a, uh, Stroke of Pirate says that, that oil is strong smelling. Yep, very strong. Yep. Uh, pleasantly strong or unpleasantly strong? Oh, I don't mind it really. It's kind of a bitter, kind of like a, it's not like it's a bad odor, you know, it's not like you stink, everybody's looking at you weird, but <laughs> it's not like a, yeah, it's not a bad, it's not a bad smell. It's just got its own unique smell. It's just a strong smell. What's up, Sheriff Barry? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's what the diamonds, when you're surface hunting, you just want to look for that metallic, you know, the diamonds are, are rounded. Most of them have a smooth facets, you know, and the quartz will be jagged and rough. And, you know, and I found quartz where I've taken it to the inspection and they were in there for 20 minutes trying to see what, you know, and they'll come back, you know, but it, it takes them a while, you know, but it, you know, it's, it's just good that diamond has that, that's own metallic shine that, yeah. You know. So how do they, how do they determine whether it's, you, you really have a diamond or not? What are they, how do they do that? Yeah, that, 
yeah, they'll uh, they'll they'll take it under the mic under the loop, like as a uh, microscope. You know, it's all electronic, like really cool. Like they'll they'll blow it up real big. Like here, I have some pictures of. Uh, let's get a picture. Like here's a nice one that I found. So like they'll blow it up real big. You know, that's like a uh, uh, what was this? Like a four point. <laughs> you know, it, it takes a hundred points to equal a carrot. So this isn't even a you know a tenth of a carrot. Okay, it's not even a, a near a quarter. It's a a four. You know, it's a very small diamond, but it's a pretty one. And that's what they'll they'll go by these these rounded facets here. You know, see this, mm -hmm. and like that's the only flaws in it were right here. The little internal carbon as carbon, but other than that, it was like a perfect. It was a really nice diamond. That's what they go by the, uh, the the facets here. We'll we'll look at one here that uh, might be able to show up a little bit uglier. Like see, it's really been heated up and it's melted. Like and here's there's the facet. That's what they'll go by. That shine that that's the part that didn't get burnt up. And they'll that's how they'll be able to identify that. And if you flipped it up, this one here flipped over. I think that's the that's it flipped over you know there's still not really a facet on there you know is that, not sure if y'all can see that yeah is this evaluation that they do for you is that included in your daily cost or your weekend cost or is that something oh yeah you pay for? no no it's part of the ten dollars yeah it, you just it say if you find the diamond one day and you, you you find it at your camp or at home and you you want to go back and get it looked at you'll, you'll have to pay another ten dollars but if you find it in that same day, they'll definitely uh, get it registered. Here's another one that, and this one may be going to one of my patrons when we get up there around, you know, if I ever get up to about 20, 30 patrons, I might give that diamond away. That's a really nice diamond right there. Yeah. And you can well, see all, you can see all the, the facets and. So is that, six point. is that something that can be. Uh, polished and, and set into a stone or would you do anything well, with this, that at all? Yeah, well this one here you'd want to just leave it, you know, like I say it's a six point so it's really small but say if this was a, a carrot you'd leave it just like that. That's a gem, gem quality naturally. You know, that's got the facets. That's the thing about Arkansas diamonds. They, You can find them gem quality. You know, that right there is uncut, unpolished. That's a natural diamond right there. Hmm. That's 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 the one I try to show you up close. It's just it's right. so small. <laughs> but if that was a one carat, if it was a say a, a two carat and it looked like that and you got it cut, that thing would you'd probably have to wear sunglasses just to look at it, which it would blind you. Yeah. Uh, you know my they're... address, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I've got a whole stack here. Here's all my uh pictures that I've had printed out. Yeah. Wow! I these are all diamonds that I've. So how <laughs> how long you been how long you been doing this? How long you been well, going see, I made my first. Yeah, my first trip. I was uh, see, I broke my leg in 2011. I used to be just uh, you know motocross, motocross only. If you didn't like dirt bikes, I didn't like you. You know. Mm -hmm. uh, that was. Well, when I broke my leg, I was like, okay, I need to be nice. <laughs> uh, I was like. Uh, in 2007, we actually saw the, uh, like, there was, like, some treasure show on, on like, on TV, you know. Uh, I was at my buddy's house. We'd go watch that treasure show. It was, like, this girl 
she would travel around to different places to find gems and she went to the crater of diamonds one day and we watched that episode and i was like wow you know that's i'm going to the well i never went you know, and it was a uh, 2012 after i could walk again i was like i did a out-of-town job and had a little bit of money to go i was like i'm going to the crater of diamonds you know i loaded up and and I went in 2012 and like uh, around Easter. And then I went back again and like I had diamond fever bad. You know, I didn't even find the diamond. <laughs> but I had it so bad. <laughs> and, and everybody, everybody doubted me like, oh, you're wasting your time. You know, people that's been there, oh, we, we didn't find no diamond. You're just blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm going to get one. So I kept going and going. And but in 2013, I didn't go. 2014, I didn't. I went twice in 2012. And then in 2015, I finally made a, I finally, uh, I said, I got back into motocross. Yeah, that's what it was. So after I got hurt again, I was like, okay, I got to just go look for rocks and you know, do something that's safe. So I, I, went to the, I found my first diamond here at my house. I was going through a bunch of my shiny rocks. I was saved out of my centers and I put everything away one, one evening. And I went back the next day and on my uh, desk, there was it was kind of getting dark out and i was see something glowing i'm all like oh i must have left a piece of quartz out you know and i was like wait a minute quartz don't they don't glow in the dark like, what the hell is this thing so i, I was like oh it could be a diamond I, I, I heard they would kind of still give out that shine when it's even kind of dark you know and so i got my uh, little uh little uh, diamond tester little digital tester and it beat to be a diamond it was a one point yellow it was my first diamond <laughs> a little bit Nice. spec and that that set it off i was like okay i'm loaded up went back i planned about a week trip at a time so i went back you know it's 2015 i went and worked you know uh four or five days brought my material home and i, I had a 22 brown in that material i got my first diamond on my uh, center i was in my shop and i flipped it and found a 22 just right out of about a quarter carat diamond really pretty i think i have the picture of it here but yeah that that 22 brown when i here it is yeah when i got it on the uh center that was really exciting to to flip you know it's uh oh wait yeah that's it just yeah that's a 22 brown so after seeing that, I'm like, okay, back to the crater. And you know, I'd, I'd go back and get a diamond. Okay, back to the crater. And I just kept doing that for, uh, let's see, in 2016, I pretty much what you call a regular. You know, I would I would go there. People, you know, the the, the ranger, the parks, everybody kind of knew who I was. You know, the, the park staff kind of, oh, there's, you know, Jason again. He's back, you know. And everybody started to re remember who I was. And uh, I was just going there all week long, you know. And. So in 2016, I became a regular and I teamed up with a guy named uh, Isaac Harden. And uh, him and I, we dug hole after hole and found some good diamonds digging holes that summer. Well, we dug two holes that summer in 2016. And I got a 33 point uh, white diamond out of about, out of our first hole. He didn't even get a diamond. And then our second hole, I didn't get nothing. He got a couple of diamonds. And, um after that i was pretty that was uh june or july i was so beat my feet were so blistered up and you know we baked every day in the sun for a whole month i was like okay i got i was broke i ran out of money 
So I went back to work. I uh, worked for about a year and then saved up my money. And <laughs> next thing I know, I'm pardon me. Back to digging holes, and we were we were full time at it again. It was around October of took about three months off. That was about three months. Uh, I went to Chicago and worked for about three four months, and got back out there around October of 2016. And that that whole winter, uh, we hit it pretty hard. It was uh, December. I got my one carrot, and I, I saved it till the beginning of the year to turn it in. That way, I could be the king of the hill. <laughs> I wanted to be the be the top of the mound for a while, and I was king of the hill for about two, three weeks. And an old man, George from Massachusetts, he would drive all the way from like Massachusetts, about 75, 80 years old, and he found a 1.45 or something, and knocked me down. I was like, oh man, <laughs> but it was fun. Yeah, it was fun to. I turned in three diamonds at the like January 7th of 2017, and. It was my one, all those three came from one hole. Wow. And so, then, uh, uh, yeah. Is a carrot, uh, who was it that asked that? Is, is carrot by weight? David Vila wants to know. Carrot is a weight. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's 100. On your decimal, it'd be, it'd be you know, uh, 100 points, you know, if you just, uh, you know, if it, was, if it was like a a double digit, say like a, a ten carat, it'd be a, a thousand you know points. It'd be a thousand point diamond. Is that right? Yeah, because you know, if it was five hundred, it'd be a a five carat. It's a hundred points equal to a carat. Yeah, a carat's a weight. Yeah. So when you're talking about points, what are you talking about there? Yeah, like like I was saying, um, uh. Like my, my, my one carrot was a 1.03. Okay, it was a one carrot, one carrot and three points, you know, just because it takes 100 points to equal a carrot. So if you got a 25 point diamond, that's a quarter carrot diamond. If you got a 50 point diamond, that's a half carrot diamond. So a point you know is a, a weight measurement? It's, it's a. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Points are the weight. Yeah, that's the 75. Yeah. But, but then you when you go from carrots you're going down to points because you're no longer in the carrots you know it's a it's just a 50 point would be a half carrot so that would be weight yeah yeah okay and here's a uh this one here is a probably one of my best diamonds to find that's, that's the 12 point that i got out of the uh out of one of my holes it's in one of my videos is where i dug a hole and Got that diamond out of it. It was like 18 buckets or so. And then it wasn't a couple of days later, somebody went over there and dug it all up and they got a diamond. Because <laughs> I, I made a video, I was like, dang, you know, I started, that's the thing, I started making these videos and, which, you know, I know I'm showing the world, you know, but man, they don't take them long to get over there and dig it up out there. <laughs> well, the one reason why we don't show gold much anymore. Yeah, but it's kind of hard not to show where you're at when you're at the crater of diamonds. True, <laughs> you true. You know, like, like I say, I've, I've been a regular. I've, I've did the whole. I'm gonna go get. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go and get a bunch of diamonds and make a bunch of money, and that didn't work. And so now <laughs> so, I started making the videos. I, you know, I enjoy just doing the videos, so I don't mind showing where i'm at you know because i've already right. done the 
the greedy. I've already had the greedy fever too. I don't I don't care about that anymore either. You know, I'm not there to so, like. You got a lot of people out there that they haven't dug in 40 years, but they still think that's their gravel over there, and they'll go tell on you in a second. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so will. what kind of like like that half carrot or that half carrot one you were showing a minute ago was that half carrot? What kind of value does that that have? Um, let's see my, here's, let me find my half carrot. Uh, my half carrot had a lot of flaws, you know, it had a lot of carbon, but it had a really nice big facet where you could set that on a, on a setting just like that. And you would see that really nice shine. So that one thing that kind of made it a, but like a lot of the regulars there that, that live at the diamond mine and sell their diamonds there in Arkansas, you can only get about 20 you know, for the really pretty diamond, you're looking at maybe 25 tops a point, you know, per point. Per point. Yeah, per point, you know, so, which isn't bad, you know, but it's not really. What, a relative good. relative to a non-crater diamond, diamond, what is that? They're like, they're, they want like $10, $10 a point, you know, for like okay. African diamonds, like at least at the pawn shop. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> I'm not sure about it. I mean, okay. like on the open market, or you don't yeah, put That's my uh, half carrot. It's, you know, the facet was like this big part here, but you can see it's just, you know, it's got inclusions everywhere. Yeah, it's got a lot of carbon and a lot of inclusions. Yeah. Uh, I would have been happy with 500 bucks, you know. <laughs> would you have been able to get that? Uh, I, actually, I think I, I sold like, 22 diamonds like I saw, this one went with it and like i like my first collection you know i had like 22 at the time and uh a lady bought them all you know and um so i probably got close to that for that diamond. yeah well, that's cool. i don't think get exactly what i wanted but i definitely right. didn't get under the i didn't get under the 20th point you, know, you didn't you didn't really get a loss no no i wasn't gonna do a loss at all right so David Villa says, would you have your stones cut? Um, well, none of these that I have right now, ha have I had them cut or will I? Would you or have you? Let's do both. Oh, I never have. Uh, my one carrot was the biggest diamond I found. And uh, oh, to get an Arkansas diamond cut, it takes more Arkansas diamonds because you can't <laughs> You can't take African diamonds and cut them. They're just going to break the African. They're so much stronger that you're going to have to have a lot more Afri uh, Arkansas diamonds, which I definitely really wanted to say, here, take all these to cut that one, you know. Right. <laughs> that, that's what it takes. It takes wow. Arkansas diamonds to cut Arkansas diamonds. Yeah. Wow. yeah, Henry Ford discovered this out. He, uh, back in the, I guess, what was the 30s and 40s, you know, Henry Ford era, he, uh, you know, he wanted to purchase the diamond mine. He he went all over the world and got every diamond that was known and put it on a grinding wheel, and he, he let it just sit there and grind. He put all the diamonds and let and then let another disc grind on him for like a whole year. You know, it was like every day it just sat there and turned on diamonds, and then when he picked it up, like all the other diamonds, all the African and every diamond was pretty much disintegrated, and the Arkansas diamonds didn't even have a scratch on it. So that yeah. told him that that told him he needed that diamond mine to make his drill bits and the, just to make <laughs> drill bits just to have cutting tools and but but they uh, were able to keep it a state park you know they were uh, oh I forget who was in charge of all that but he was he uh, 
turned it into a state park. You know, the state bought it or whatever. And so Henry Henry Ford tried to buy that mine. Oh yeah, he was one. That, yeah, yeah. If he would have got a hold of it, there wouldn't be anything there. It'd be a big hole. <laughs> yeah, he he would have cleaned it out. <laughs> yeah, left and so left it's it. Thing, it. It's a good thing he didn't get it. And then even in like even in the uh, early nineties, uh, there was a big operation north of of Murfreesboro, the town that it's in. Mm -hmm. Cause there's some other, there's some other blowouts. I was, yeah, was going to ask you about that. Uh, is there yeah. other areas in, are there places around oh, yeah. the crater that yeah, you can find diamonds? Yep. Yeah. There's a couple more uh, blowout, uh, uh, lamprey pipes, uh, north of the crater and they did mining operations over there. And that's a, one of them was over there and they wanted some of the crater diamond material. So in the nineties, they got access to take like, tons and tons of material you know they took a, a lot of the lamp right is what they took to what I, i'm sure they got some gravel in there with it of course right but uh yeah they they put a big dent in it during the 90s that made a lot of people mad and uh there was one uh local that because of shirley you know we really have a diamond mine still to get to go to you know if it wasn't for shirley Charlie Strong, you know, for standing up to those people and, you know, making sure that they're not going to destroy the crater. And because during that testing, they got into the amethyst, uh, or the huge amethyst blossom, like just, I mean, just bigger than a, a car, you know, just amethyst, like 20, 30 feet down. She said the excavator was over there at Canary Hill. And you know, Shirley's a like a fourth generation diamond miner. She was she was raised at the Crater Diamond. Her great grandfather had one of the early mining operations, the Lee Wagner. He found the like a twenty carat diamond or something. It was, you know, crazy. But yeah, she uh it wasn't for her. They would have taken more material and probably uh you know, who knows what would be the diamond mine would be like, you know, but people definitely done testing and the the, the, the uh, people up above you know like the the other blowout the, the other chemolite pipes you know they they mined it all you know it's been it's been been mined for a long time that's for sure so do they do uh pay per dig pay to dig too or oh all those places are all shut down they're all oh. locked up gates are all yeah it's all oh, shut really? down that was all early 90s like I say, it, it takes it takes double digit diamonds to be successful in that place. This doesn't. That's mm. the thing. Every every when when the Lee when Lee uh, Wagner found that big, it was like a twenty carat or a twelve. I, I don't even recall, but uh, I had my book over here to find out. But uh, I didn't have. But uh, what, what were we saying about uh? Oh, that ain't it. What was your question again, Jesse? About the uh, other mines in the area are painted, painted with dig. Oh, yeah, no, they're all yeah, they're all closed down and uh, right. Yeah, they all sh shut everything down years, years and years ago. It's it's been a uh, state park for tourists since like the 1970s when it became like a actual state park, you know, for people to go and pay to dig. And, right. It's been like that ever since. Uh, my parents actually went out there in 19, like 68, when they were in their teen, like 20 years old. <laughs> they happened to be up at Lake Greece and just they had a 
back before kids that had boats and cool stuff, you know. And they're up at the lake, and my mom's uh, brother was big into archaeology and geology, and he heard about the Crater of Diamonds, so they went down there, and they said it was just a big field of rocks, and they picked up glass bottles. They filled the whole car up with those in the 60s, so they, they made their money picking up glass bottles. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, here's some of the uh, here's some of the testing right here. You can see like they've got like the big trucks coming in. This is in the '90s. They got the excavator and right. And here's some of the diamonds that they found out of all that. You know, just beautiful, flawless. Wow. Nice. And you know, the guy that kind of wrote this book, I'm always like, yeah, what were those double digits? And he acts like, oh no, they were real small. And we're all like, yeah, right. You know, they're, they're, <laughs> we're always. You know, those were our diamonds. That could have been my diamonds. You know? <laughs> it, was, it was a big deal back then. Everybody, like, say, Shirley was was mad about it, them coming in there and just taking. And that's the thing. They took that material and then drove those trucks up the road and then worked, worked it through one of those plants up there. Wow. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of a – but, yeah, there's still plenty more out there. Well, that's the thing, too, is – they. they they will be finding diamonds for the next 500 years out there. So you don't, no need to rush. <laughs> and they're not, they're not being formed right now. Are they, I mean, are there diamonds being formed underneath all that now or no? Oh, no. Like I say, these, the diamonds were, were the diamonds are formed like 120 plus miles below, you know, with all that heat, with all that pressure. Okay. And when that e eruption 120 miles down, you know, that, that eruption had a blowout somewhere where it blew it blew out right there in Arkansas, right there. Okay. The, and when that blew out, it, it forced the diamonds out of their out of their uh, the host rock, you know, the the lamprite. It brought all that material. They act like it it all came up, like it blew up, you know, hundreds of miles to the surface, and then all that material went back down, and then it went back up. It did that like three times. Mm -hmm. But it it come up at the light of, at the speed of light. They say, I mean, the force was so great that it just, just shot up at the speed of light. You know, had the pressure and the heat. You know, if it didn't have those three things, there wouldn't be diamonds there. You know, the right. diamonds would have either got melted. If it had too much heat, they would have just continued and, and melted to nothing. And if it didn't have enough pressure and the the speed, it wouldn't even have brought them up to the surface. You know, that it got trapped halfway. So it's like everything was just so perfect and, and happened right to do that. So. so the diamonds that they're finding now, uh, I, I, you know, I know they go in what two, three times during the summer and, and plow that up. Are, are those diamonds being worked just from that area or are they through that process coming from deeper and coming up? There's or, some people. Or is it just you digging big holes down there and bringing it all up? <laughs> uh, before you answer that, Jason, thank you, Nick, for the super chat. Oh yeah, oh, super nice. chat. Thank you. Uh, yeah, they all they all coming from the surface. You know, people find them just laying right there. On the well, some people right. just walk out there and pick them up <clears> on <throat> the ground. Some some chase the 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 low spots like you're looking for gold and then right like me i was always i was always the deep i was always digging down six feet you know seven feet you know the old timers they say it gets good at 12 feet if you if we could get down to 12 feet that's when you're starting to get to the really good you know you're oh, looking wow. at you know big big diamonds you know <laughs> 
So the only thing, the only thing that's really getting churned up is the small stuff that's already up near the surface already, right? Yeah. When they're coming and plow, because well, how oh, how, yeah. deep, how deep do they plow? What eight, ten inches? Uh, right now they, right now they, you know, they used to actually have a plow where it was like really, really working everything up and chopping it all up. And I was out there one spring. It was like 2016. You know, when I was a regular, they jackknifed that thing. And I saw, like, heard this crunch. I'm like, oh, they, they haven't plowed in, like, four months. And they finally got it out. Like, the first day, the guy, the operator, jackknifes it. I'm all like, oh, my God. <laughs> so that, there, there went the plow. And so for, like, another two, three weeks, there was no plowing. And then they finally brought a little disc. It had, like, two discs on the back. It went from a plow with, like, ten discs to a, a two disc. <laughs> so now, for the past three years they've just been turning over the same dirt it's, it's been really it's kind of been a, a drag you know just a, <laughs> at least they decision. didn't have to resort to an amish guy <laughs> and a horse with the plow <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it'd be worse so there so now right now as of today they're they're not plowing that deep or probably even that often right it, it's uh last i heard it seemed like well in October, they, they had some excavating, they had some contractors come in and, and made the new trench. And when they made the new trench, they took that D7 or whatever, that D10 dozer, huge earth mover. And it had like four foot, it had the four foot deep uh, uh, forks on the back. And he, he forked that whole fill like four feet down all the way. They, they just put lines like throughout the whole part, you know, Oh, okay. And what happened was, it's you know, you got the east drain. So like, here's the east drain. Well, he he cut the rips parallel with the drain, so the water, you know, he he should have made his rips going at an angle to the drain. That way, the water can run, can can run off. It couldn't run off. Right. Everything was parallel, so it just went. The water flooded into that next four foot hole, and then to the next one. It was like a big stream sluice, uh -huh. and all the dot everything. Everything fell four feet down. No, <laughs> <of> no. <laughs> <laughs> so they, yeah, everything they fell back up. They, it fell back down because of the way they had it. Yeah, big, big mistake. Big. I mean, it, over time it may be good, but so they they put those big four foot rips. Now people out there like twisting their ankles and falling up to their knees, and Yikes. I'm getting harassed. I'm getting harassed for digging a two foot hole. They <laughs> <laughs> uh, get pretty wild out there with, with the hole digging. They're they're not too too uh, fond of the the deep diggers. Like back in the day, back in the '90s and the, the '80s and the '90s and the, even up to about 2008 or so, they maybe 2010. They they said, okay, you know, the crater was like, okay, no more, uh, you know, everybody's got a, you used to leak wash station out and all your water hose and, you know, wherever you left off, you can walk out there and pick up the next day. Well, now it's, you got to roll everything up. You got to put everything in your cage or carry it out to your truck. You know, nothing can be left out. And it's just, mm. they, they, they ran all the diggers out. It used to look like a war zone out there. I mean, just five foot hole after five foot hole through the whole park. <laughs> So now they want the scrapers in there, huh? They just want tourists. They just want they like they like the tourists. You know they don't they're not too. Uh, yeah, you're not spending enough proud. money with them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some some diggers they don't really. Uh, I mean, you just gotta be a regular. You know, be you don't want to just show up and go dig a hole because you probably won't get too far. 
right. Unless unless it's unless it's legal. If you're if you're sloping it like it's supposed to, and everything is like it's supposed to, you know, they won't. They can't do anything about it. <clears throat> they just want you to slope your hole. If it's a if it's past four feet, you got to do your OSHA regulations and slope it to a certain right. It, it'd be like fifteen feet by fifteen feet. The time you was to do it right, and it's almost impossible. You know. It'd take about three or four guys, and then you got to divide all the gravel up to three, three or four people, you know. So that's why I just like to dig by myself. <laughs> um, Earth Radio had a question, Ivan, um, about sir, cubic zirconies. When they make cubic zirconies, how do they make them stones? Do you know? What is it, cubic what? Uh, the fake diamond cubic zirconies, oh, or is that actually diamond? a stone? Huh, I would. I've heard about the fake diamonds and all that. I've never really done any research of what it's, it seems like. You know, they they, they can make crystals too, you know, like you know, all types of stones now, artificial. So who knows? Yeah. It could probably just be silicone or uh, epoxy or something. <laughs> Uh, and gems and right, and gems and prospecting Tasmania. Have you ever found a trigon uh, record-keeping structure stone? No, I haven't. Nope, never have. A trigon? What kind of stone? Uh, record keeper structure. That's oh. Hmm. I I have it in the Zoom chat for anyone to read. I just haven't heard no one bring those up, so I thought I'd put no, them I out there. But yep, in the in the woods with Wolfie says zircon is a real stone. Cubic zircon is lab created. Okay. Cool. Thanks, Wolfie. Mix it up That's in the lab. Good. Yeah, I'm not a uh, I'm not a geologist. I'm just a guy that likes to dig. <laughs> and zircon is older than diamond. Huh. You haven't found yourself uh, even becoming a little more interested in in um, geology as you've done this. I mean, you're just you're just hooked on the diamonds. Yeah, I like it. I like to look. I like it all. I like every about every mineral. You know, the the topaz has really got me. After finding that, whatever yes. that thing I found, that's a pretty I'm stone. Like, it's a stone. I'm like, I'm ready to head down to Mason, Texas, and go dig that up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I enjoy doing it all. I know that the Arrowhead videos don't get good views, but I still like to go and make them. You know, just right. That's what I like. To I guess if I was to find something cool, it might get some views. But <laughs> <laughs> can't find anything good. Just broken pieces. So I have. That's you... the thing about. Me. Have you gotten into geology more since you started getting oh, yeah, more yeah. into oh, diamonds? Well, I mean, I don't know. I've always been into it, I guess. I mean, it's kind of hard to say. Ever since I was a kid, you know, I wanted books about rocks. And, you know, ever since I was a kid, I've been into it. I just, I guess here probably, yeah, since 2016, since I became a regular, I've wanted to know more about all the minerals there, you know, you know, and this and that. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to know what you're, the call, what you're looking at. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You no know. doubt. Even with the gold, even to, to, to know about gold, I had to do some, you know, where I had to 
watch a bunch of Jeff Williams, you know. <laughs> I got my knowledge on gold. Okay, here's uh, Gems and Prospecting Tasmania. Here's what he says. Cubic zirconia is a is created by the flame fusion technique. Fine dust is sprinkled through a superheated tube into a rotating disc. Hmm. Hmm. Cool. It's like like melting glass. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, I mean, you know, right? So, I wonder if they, I think they'll even actually like, like say if you get one of these artificial diamonds, I wonder if they'll actually test as a diamond, like, you know, your test uh, will show it to be one. I don't know. That's actually a great question. I wonder if you could try. I mean, uh, just for, I mean, if you know these people you mean, for uh, shites and giggles, you could try to trick them. You mean yeah. like a like a diamond tester, see if it would fool an actual electronic diamond tester? Right, yeah. See if it'll, do, yeah, see if it'll even actually beep as it, like my, my diamond tester will beep, it'll shoot up into the red and beep when it's a diamond. You know, if, it, if, it's, if it's not a diamond, it won't do nothing, but. Right. I just want those artificial will actually, you know, does it even show it's a diamond? A That'd be a. I have to check out my wife's cubic zirconium diamonds. <laughs> you know, there you go. Because <laughs> I know they're not real. <laughs> uh, yeah. Other than that, I don't. I'll see more questions. Anybody else got any questions? Yeah, guys, what you got? Well, uh, you know what? You mentioned that you're now doing tours. Is that correct? Uh, wait, I got an answer on the diamond tester thing. Okay. Uh, Richard Davis says, no, they don't. I tried it with my diamond tester. Thank you, yeah. Richard. Thanks, Richard. I wouldn't think, I wouldn't think they would. Yeah. But if they did, that wouldn't be a good. That wouldn't be good. Because <laughs> then you could have fake diamonds. Well, yeah, because those diamond testers, they they test how fast heat travels through it. Is that what it is? Yeah, right? it's a heat. Uh, it goes by the heat, the temperature. You know, right. Yeah. But what was your question about? What was the other? Yeah, I thought you mentioned that you're now giving tours. Oh, yeah, the tours. Oh, I've had people wanted to, yeah, a guide, like, hire me as a guide at the, from the diamond mines of the quartz. I've had a lot of people want to even go find the quartz, you know, the crystals. and uh, So, yeah, that'd be cool. I've always wanted to kind of do, like, some guidance, you know, be a guide at the park, at the crater, and kind of show people the tricks and the tips, you know, in person. Right, right. <laughs> I say go for it. The treasure vixens would be in for a tour. <laughs> nice. Cool. I want to get down yeah. to the crater of diamonds also. Jesse's been yeah. there. Oh, I think I've been there. I think we should plan. A lot of it. Lots of fun. Lots of fun. Our newest calls is already starting to plan stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. That would be a cool collaboration. Oh yeah. You're paying at the crater of diamonds with with diamond Ivans. Yeah. Okay, so and, and you'll have to forgive me. You've mentioned that you can find quartz 
Did you also say you can find ameth amethyst there, or do you have to go to a different mining area for that? Uh, well, that's the thing. The amethyst at the crater is kind of in one area. It's at the uh, Canary Hill. You know, Canary Hill's got the. Uh, uh, that's where the uh, back in the '90s they were doing that excavating work, and they dug into that big amethyst vein. Well, Shirley was there with her video camera recording it all, and they had to, like the excavator guy was putting it in his pocket and collecting, and she was la la, you know, recording, and he knew he couldn't, you know, they had they filled it back up, you know, and and it busted up a lot of pieces with that excavator, so. We think a lot of the pieces that are found today is pieces that was broken off and brought up to the surface because there's a lot of little fingers, you know, little veins coming from the main right. block, from what do you want to call it. So even just those little fingers can have small amethyst, but like the big pieces people find out there, we, we think it was from that, that time when that guy ripped into that big cluster and just broke off all kinds of pieces because he was on it for a good couple of days, probably just digging up, you know, and just to get to it, he, he dug into it, you know, and poured them all over the ground. And so we're kind of wondering if that's how a lot of the amethyst got to the surface, you know, or is it, or is it from the small little vein? I'm, I plan on going out there and, and doing a video how to dig for amethyst, but I don't want to, you know, it could be out there and dig and not find any, and that video would, <laughs> wouldn't be very good. <laughs> but I may get out there and find a pocket. I actually know a guy that uh, it was 2016. He went down in that area and went down about four feet. And he said he noticed the ground just turned to purple. And he so then he just kept going. And they just amethyst just little points about like you know from an inch to like two inches just popped out. He filled up about a half a bucket full of them. Wow. And he said and he gave them all away. <laughs> and he thought he would be able to get more. And he never got any more. Oh man. <laughs> Like, don't give them all away, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but there's still there's still a possibility to be able to find some there then. Oh yeah, for sure. Like I say, there the, the little finger, the little veins coming out probably have them, and then just from the excavator back in the day, ripping into that big cluster, there's still some of those floating around. You can find big purple, like crisp, like chunks of purple out there in that area. So that means you're getting close. You know, you just you really have to dig down about two, three feet over there, and you'll start getting into some little purplish areas, and that's where you'll want to stay. So, do you think it's yeah, possible? So, you think it's so possible to find pockets in there or clusters? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That would be cool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you used to go down about six, seven feet, it gets even oh, better. Like, right. I know, I know an old digger. One of the old, old, old diggers. He would always dig over there, and he found. He knows where there's amethyst pieces that are, you know, five, six hundred bucks laying down there, big clusters, you know. Right. Just, just laying there. But I mean, you'd have to break them off the vein, like they're attached to the vein and stuff. You'd have to spend some time down there to, he was just there for the gravel, you know, for the diamonds. <laughs> yeah. uh, so that's not what he was into. No, nah, <laughs> yeah, he was there. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, the crater's got, if you're a rock hound, that's the place to go. They've got jasper, the amethyst can be found. They've got quartz. And even I found quartz, most of the quartz are, are fractured. And But I've actually found like the the six-pointed, you know, pyramid type. Right. The full, full formation, you know, and 
but most of it's going to be busted up on the course. But there's, you know, you got the, oh gosh, there's ag, fine agate that's really cool. Yeah. It's really pretty out there. Oh, and you said you found some, uh, some iron pyrite. That's a lot of fun, I think. Yeah, the pyrite, pieces of pyrite, and just all kinds of other smaller, you know, the garnets are tiny out there, but there's garnets, you know. So, Very um, cool. Yeah, there was another question from Ohio, Ohio Relic Hunter. Uh, you mentioned you were into dirt bikes. Any interest in dual sports? Because us old dirt bikers never retire. We just get a little slower. Yeah. Never get the dirt 100% out of our blood. Have to settle for 80 20. I don't know. Yeah. I was looking at my bike just today like man i've sold my boots so i don't really like to ride unless i have all my gear so i sold my motocross boots about, uh, about a month ago just so i could help get me to the colorado trip you know? so now right. i gotta buy a new boot if i want to ride again <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, always, it's always something huh <laughs> yeah well with the motor with the dirt bikes because it's always something and it's just I don't really ride you know, much, but I, I would love to keep riding. It's just big boots. <laughs> got to have your boots now. What? You got to have your boots now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, just, I guess I could take my bike to Colorado and, you know, pound and there, yeah, he says, wear, my, wear my rubber boots. But right. I would well, see I'll something I'd want to, yeah, I'll come up to something I'd want to jump and then me, I'd probably end up wishing I had my boots on now. <laughs> yeah, Al Rec uh, Hunter says uh, new moto boots suck. Takes about two years to break them in. Oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. Unless you ride every single day. <laughs> You're never right. Weekend warrior, you know. Feel that. Yeah, but I'll, I was going to show this off for those that may not have seen the uh, the big gym <laughs> that yeah. I found in Colorado. <laughs> walking around yeah it'd be cool to get some aquamarines uh actually uh, got back with the guy that does tours to dig for aquamarines it's like 150 bucks to go up there and you can dig her and and you know the, the, the trip back to colorado and 150 bucks <laughs> yeah i was gonna say for 150 bucks they better guarantee a stone yeah, yeah he, acts like, he acts like people do well you know they they triple quadruple their money you know i mean or more you know they just but yeah being up there i mean not like you could just step out at thirteen thousand feet and go to i couldn't or, you know i'd have to slowly you know dig around and i wouldn't be getting much material food probably right. <laughs> no but, uh, jason Benzo Bonanza Mining and Prospector says, take you to the Sapphire Mountain in North Carolina, open dig area, blue, pink, and almondine garnets. Oh, wow. That would be cool. Yeah, uh, that would be really cool. I'd like to get up to North Carolina. And Aquamarine and Spruce Pines, North Carolina. Oh, yeah. North Carolina is good. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'd love to get Yeah, that's one of my... Uh, that's on the list to get over, get over there, and okay. there you go. Hook up with Benzo. We're on our way, Benzo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I actually, uh, on a 
about a, a year and a half ago. I was headed, I went back to work. I was doing some uh, overhead crane servicing, we were installing the uh, overhead cranes to like where, you know, for mm-hmm. whatever, you know. And uh, yeah, I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to look up the Emerald, you know, see if I can go find the Emerald mines or whatever, you know. And I was like, I hope they're about a, you know, hour or two hours away. I, it was like, you know, eight hours away. I was like, damn. Man. <laughs> but I tried. <laughs> I was going to take the rental car. You know? <laughs> so are you, are you, um, are you doing this full time? You know, you, you've mentioned that, you know, you'll go find some work here and there, but are, are you Jim and stone hunting most of the time now? Yeah, here, here lately, it's just trying to get content made you know that's the goal is to keep the, the youtube going with some content that's just kind of why i've been at it full time I've, I've turned down several jobs just so making videos you know but now it's getting to the point where i'm probably going to go i'm going to be going to Orleans here in about like in a month go do a, a about a six-day job over there Bring some funds to keep going with it because I'd rather just dig. I'd rather just uh, yeah keep keep doing the YouTube, keep making videos. I've a couple of good months there on YouTube, but uh, with all this mix stuff, it's really it really crashed. Uh, you know, with all that, but it, it picked back up here last couple of weeks, so it's it's up and down. Maybe it'll stay up you know, with, with the YouTube. Yeah, uh, how, how has the uh... The disease affected your your hunting. You've been able to get out, or you've been stuck at home, or what? Oh no, we like I say over here, we're. I mean, for one, I I live out in the country. I mean. Oh yeah. I mean, okay. <laughs> uh, I I make YouTube videos here lately, so to me, I should be able to get to go. You know, what, what's they act like we're not allowed to go camping, but we can go to Walmart. You know and. And being their pack like sardine. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, we, we no, yeah. I, I, I went ahead and yeah, I, I just continued on like, you know, I, I just kept on uh, going Do out it. there and digging in the dirt, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I did, I did school trips. Uh, I think I went up to Arkansas during right when it started. Like, I was up there right as the park closed. Like, that week they closed the park down. And for the whole two months it was closed. And I went back up into Arkansas during that closure and I, I didn't go to the diamond mine. I just went up there and dug for arrowheads and I think I did a wrong home and dig and just like I say, just keep your distance. I just, we've been trying to keep our, like me and Shane clutch guitar. We just kept our six feet apart, you know, and, and carried on. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Cool. So yeah, I'm yeah, glad it wasn't a, yeah, I'm glad I'm not in like Boston. You know, I feel sorry for a lot of those people to, the big cities that were forced to, you know, stay at home. Right, right. But that may have been for the better. That way, you know, that way it didn't spread, you know, as as bad. With the, uh, with the treasure victims and we're, we're out of Illinois and Illinois has been pretty tough all around just because of Chicago. So their, their hotspot is Chicago, but the whole state was treated the same way. Right. We went ahead and, you know, it was just her and I and we were on rural bridges. We went ahead and kept making those videos and figured if somebody was going to tell us to stop, they would. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you're doing your uh, social distancing, you should be good. You know, you got your mask on. 
Yeah, I respect everybody else's distance and it seemed to work out okay. Yes. Hope I can get over all that, go back to the way it was. <laughs> yeah, that'll be something else. Here's the hoping. Uh, the, I noticed that the crater of diamonds, uh, I heard like, you, you know, like if you want to go to the crater of diamonds, you've got to order tickets now. And it's, or at least that was until today, you know, like yesterday, the ranger was stopping people in like, you know, this was something that they just started yesterday, I guess. And he was making, you couldn't go past him unless you had a ticket. And that's kind of wasn't, you know, people could have drove from, across the country which they did you know and just to, to, right. to say you can't come you can't come here but that i think that got switched the next day <laughs> i don't think he's out i know that there's some big changes going on but that's just uncalled for i mean if you're you know like when you drive into the crater dime you, you pull into a parking lot that's pretty big enough for two thousand cars and then they're only allowing 500 people, so most people know that, you know, and I don't know, it just kind of was uncalled for to be stopping people. And, and then when you're, the only place that you're really close to anybody is in the shop or, yeah, in, yeah. or in the walkway going out to the field, because once yeah. you're out in the field, you're, that thing's 30, huge. <laughs> they're seven acres, they, yeah. You know, 800 people would be fine out there. You could, everybody could be spread out. and Out there, they want everybody to be 12 feet apart. Uh, you got to have a, a face mask on in the visitor center. And if you're if you're using those the public wash pavilions where you can wash your gravel, you got to wear your mask up there the whole time. So I'll definitely be taking my own wash setup. <laughs> Go set up. No, no doubt. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, I like you. Stay away from it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's some days when I'm at the crater, I can't even, you know, when, when people first show up there for the first time, they want to know how to do it, you know, and they'll see me with all my wash tubs and my screens and apron on and, you know, just throwing buckets around, you know, washing buckets left and right. So I always get a lot of people to, that'll stop by and ask, and I don't mind, you know, showing them how to giving them some info right there, you know, because I was once that person that showed up there and right. walked around for, for two days. I walked around, <laughs> scratched my head. I didn't know what, I didn't know you could classify material, you know. Well, I knew that. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I knew you could, but I didn't know that was the way to do it. I was just, right. oh, you, just pick up, you know, I'm just going to pick mine up off the ground. Right. Yeah. yeah. And when I was there, people would say, oh, I just walk around and find them. Okay. <laughs> What they look like? Yeah. Well, you'll know when you see one. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's hard to believe some of those people's. Uh, like you get a lot of those regulars that'll, you know, I was already there for two years, and then you got a guy show up, and he's already found four or five diamonds off the surface. I'm all like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I guess, man. Whatever. <laughs> Luck of the draw. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to be in yep. you know when when people are talking about finding coins or, or you know being able to spot these gems I always like to joke around and say that I can't even find Wallow so I think <laughs> you just have to have uh, an eye for that kind of stuff you have to um, yeah. I, mean, I know you say you develop it but I don't know I think there's something already there to allow you to develop it if that makes any yeah. sense 
Oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, there's some people that I've hunted arrowheads with. They've never to this day still haven't found one. You know, and I've walked right beside them and picked it up in front of them. Like, well, you gonna pick that up? You know, they just don't see it. You know, right? wow. They're not. They're not. They're not tuned in to the. That's the thing. If I go look for a fossil, that Ladonia fossil part, you know, there's so many things you can find. If, if you have your mind on one thing, I, I, you know, if I'm thinking of everything you can find, I don't find anything. But if I'm thinking just teeth only, oh, there's a tooth. You know, I just found a nice long tooth or a shark's tooth. But if I'm thinking, you know, like, oh, there's teeth here, there's vertebrae, there's this, there's that. And I'm yeah. looking all over, I, I can't find anything. But if I just focus on like one thing, I seem to do better focusing on that one <laughs> Point. Thank you. That's actually pretty good advice is to try to just keep your mindset on one thing. Yeah. It's like at the crater when I'm out there surface hunting. If I'm thinking agate, that's pretty much all I'm well, spot is the agate. You know, or I don't know. It's just weird. I wish it was like that with the diamonds. I wish I could pick up diamonds, but <laughs> <laughs> not working. Not working. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, and we're right. Well, yeah, it's about that time. Um, Jason, we appreciate you being on. You about gave me a heart attack not long before the show, but I'm I'm glad you pulled through. April Fools uh, in June. I love watching Ed go crazy. Oh no, what's going on? Oh no, no, sorry about that. I just yeah. Uh, no worries. Then, then the whole, then the whole logging on thing. I'm like, oh no, I can't even log on. Or yeah, <laughs> well, well, yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, I think you did. I think you did a really good job of answering everybody's question. Questions. Cool. Yeah, Richard said, thanks, Jason, for all the great info. This yeah. guy was great. Ivan, you rock. David Villa says. Same with Terry. Great Don't guest. forget great to subscribe. Show. Yes, hit the like button. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, there's yes. a link to what's, his what's, channel in the description okay, below. Yep. Thank you, Terry Marshall. Yeah, I had a good time. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody, for coming in. I appreciate all of you, Flash fam. And don't forget to, we, had a, we had a raid tonight, too, from the Jersey. That's right. Jersey History Hunters raid. Thank you, Rach and Audra. You dudes rock. There are dudes, man. <laughs> hey, welcome, Spicy man, golden gems. Uh, oh, you just missed out on our whole gem show tonight. <laughs> better late than never. <laughs> you can always watch it later too. So that, it was then too. That's right. And when you come back to watch the whole show in its entirety, make sure to comment, push the like button. Uh, right. You can also find us on. Google Podcasts, Pocket Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor.am now. Um, so, of course, those aren't live. They're, <laughs> they're yeah. pre-recorded. And, and I want to tell Benzo, you're doing a great job. I just can't wait 
to see the treasure chest. Me see all neither. the goodies you got in there. Uh, HD shovel heads already envious of that treasure chest. Yeah, I know. I was too, man. Loaded. <laughs> yeah. Loaded. I was too. Why did I win? I wanted to win it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Darn it. We couldn't win it. Dang ah. it. We'll have to go to someone else's bash. I guess. But keep keep an eye out for Flash Bash 2021. It's already going through our minds. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know, JP. We're all jealous too over here. Yeah, I hear you there, brother. I hear <laughs> you there. Uh, way more gold in it than uh, he thought, too. Well, yeah, we all kinds of goodies. All yeah, kinds. Uh, I hope you like the gum. <laughs> uh, no, we didn't find Finn's treasure chest, uh, but Benzo got a treasure chest at Flash Bash. Um, and it was quite the bash. And all of you who were there, thank you very much. It wouldn't have been anything without all of you who participated. And the ones who had to bow out your loss, but. There'll be more. Yep. And you on, bet. And on that note, uh, next week we're having Damon from West Coast Prospecting cool. here on YouTube. That should be a really good show. And then, of course, the last Tuesday of every month is Open Line Tuesday, where you are our guest. So I hope some of you take the hint and call in on the 30th. Um, I know Nikki does once in a while. Um, Dano, that would be good day, Nikki, since it's afternoon in Australia right now, buddy. <laughs> lottery numbers, Nikki, help a brother out. <laughs> And I, I should be getting my veg, Vegemite in the mail in about three, four, five, six months. Right. I, I hope it don't fall off the map like uh, Busted Knuckles package did. Uh, I have a shelf life. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to do a, a, a mail call and a Vegemite tasting video. I think I'll have you two over for that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I've always wanted to. I'll try. Yeah, I'll try it. You know. Uh, I'm all willing to try anything once. Nikki says it's about a month away. About four weeks away. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, I'll be keeping the die out. For it, Nikki. Thank you very much, hon. Uh, yeah, she says yes. you all have to try it. Oh, we will. <laughs> we will. All right, everybody. It's past. We're into overtime. Thank oh, you wow. again for taking your precious time to join us tonight. Love you all, Flash fam. Until then, may you always have a flash in your pan. 
And you know what he's going to say next. That's right, Jesse, because ask the treasure vixens. It happens. Maybe mm -hmm. one day, too, you'll meet us on the river. Good night, everybody. God bless. Be safe out Later. there. Take care, everybody. Night, Dano. Night, Jason. Peace. Later. Later. Good night, everybody. Buenos nachos. Uh, Three, two, one. <laughs>